0: Okay. Uh, testing. <coughs> clippity clap. Sounding good. Hello, hello. ca-cling, Hello, ladies and gentlemen. It's me, Daniel K. Welcome to another episode of the Euro Truck Simulator Two Let's Play series. On this, the Daniel K's Let's Plays Podcast project. Dun, dun, dun hey, Euro Truck Simulator music. Yeah, welcome back. You ready to get back in the truck with Gina? Oh, I love to drive a truck with Gina. I love to drive a truck through Spain. <laughs> I love to drive a truck with Gina, because driving in real life is a pain. But it's Euro Truck Simulator, so it's fun. Let's hit the continue game button. <clears throat> we get a loading screen. And we listen to some music. In the loading screen, there's a beautiful little seaside lodge with a paddock with a horse and some beautiful tall pine trees and a truck hauling some pipes through that particular picturesque landscape. And now here we are in Eurotruck Simulator. Uh, Let me just hit drive. And, oh, another loading screen. And let me hit uh, pause, F1? Yeah, paused. All right. <clears throat> okay. Hello, listeners. Sorry, let me orient you. Orient you. Orient. That means, like, get your orientation. I don't mean I'm going to take you to the exotic Far East. Oh, sample the wares of a Taipei market. Let me orient you. Mmm. Ah, maybe you'll do some tours of some hydroelectric dams in rural China. Ah, and then bus trip to Taiwan, and then down to the exotic I don't know, fucking Jesus, you know, you know what I mean. Let me tell you what's up, what's going on. So this is the Euro Truck Simulator series. Um I've got my Logitech, my twenty-nine dollar secondhand Logitech steering wheel and pedals here in front of me. Um this is my first time recording uh, footage of this game on my new old desktop computer setup. Previously, I've plugged this thing into my laptop, uh, and I've I've uh, I've played the game on the laptop and just recorded the sound coming out of the laptop speakers and my voice at the same time. Now I'm gathering two audio channels: the game audio and the voice audio. Um, and also, I'm looking at a much bigger screen than usual, which is nice. Uh, yeah, this this uh, this um, this tower, this PC, is a little bit more. There's a little bit more oomph than my laptop did, so I'm able to push the settings up a little higher. Um, although not too high, because um, I've had some weird glitches recently. I, I thought I would get back into Euro Truck Simulator, so I did a few, like, test plays, and I uh, was running into this problem where uh, I would get a weird corduroy, a pale brown-gray corduroy pattern appear on my screen, and there would sometimes be visual errors on screen, and then I would have to exit, I'd have to switch off the, the tower at the power button, and start from scratch and that would happen within the first 10 minutes of me launching Euro Truck Simulator so I do some googling and everybody's telling me that my graphics card is dying and yeah, fair enough, it probably is and then I do some more googling and I ask some friends and they're like, well, you know download the most up-to-date drivers you can and also take your computer apart and vacuum out all the dust you horrible pig of a man who lives in a filthy house and all the dust just goes in the computer do that and then see if that fixes the problem and so I've done that. I've downloaded Drivers. I've vacuumed out all of the dust and cat hair that was clogging up the the inside of this tower, or every single fan, all the, the various one, two, three, four, five, six fans inside this thing I vacuumed, and shloop, 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 out comes lots of cat hair, of course. Um, and I downloaded Drivers, and I also turned the, uh, the, the graphics uh, down a little bit uh, down to like medium high kind of thing on the the on the simple the simple graphics adjuster instead of me adjusting specific things because I don't really know about specific things. So I think we've now achieved a kind of smoothness. I've just been playing this game for about half an hour, and I haven't had any errors, any crashes, any anything. So fingers crossed, we won't have any. I think it's going to be all good. Um, the reason I played for like half an hour is right. In the last episode, we drove from Poland to uh, Bruno in the Czech Republic, or Brno, whatever it is. Uh, And from there, we were going to go down through uh, southern Europe, across Italy, maybe to France or something like that. Um, You know, just journey out of this sort of eastern... uh, Polish region, which I seem to be living in non-stop. But uh, the game updated, and when the game updates, it sends you right back to your home base, and my home base is in Poznań, Poland. And so I was back right where I was at the beginning of last episode, and I'm like, well, I can't have that, I can't just have the same same episode two times in a row, the same trip. So I... I quickly just loaded up uh, Brno, Czech Republic into my GPS and I've just driven there with no cargo, hemorrhaging money, you know, time is money, I didn't have any cargo, not making any money in this game. I only got fined once and that was for going through a red light. I'm reminded how stressful it actually is to drive this truck sometimes, especially with the steering wheel. It's really like driving an actual vehicle. I can't. I, I picked up my phone to start playing a podcast at one time and, and driving the truck with one hand on the wheel and playing with my phone, the truck was going all over the place. And I'm like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, I'm going to crash. Oh, my God. Um, so it's probably lucky that I have had the little practice run. So here we are. I'm just outside of the city of Bernau. Bruno Bruno in in the Czech Republic I'm gonna unpause I'm gonna bring up the menu and I'm gonna have a look in the in the where's the freight market Ah, oh, we are job market Ugh. let me turn that volume down slightly that's a little bit obnoxious I'll just do it in the options audio turning all the let's see music volume i have turn the music volume down a bit so why is it still where's the where's the accept do i just exit and that's done it doesn't sound like it's done Did it save my changes? Well, it looks like it did. Well, when are they gonna come into effect? Ugh, all right, well, let's just deal with this for now. All right, freight market. We're gonna take a job leaving Brno. What do we got? Okay, the most expensive job is a 15-ton wheel loader to Graz. Where's Graz? Ah, down in Austria. Okay, that's good. Or I could ship potatoes to Linz. No, that's backtracking a little bit. Up into the Czech Republic to pick. Oh no, yeah, I go via Prague to Linz in the north of Austria. Um, or I could go. Uh, about the same price, delivering roof lights into Germany through the Czech Republic to Dresden. Nine tons of radiators low-bed semi trailers. I got two trailers on a trailer which I could deliver. That's pretty cool No, I think I'm gonna do uh, the wheel loader. It's like a great big excavator on my trailer Um, It leaves from the sand builders corporation it expires in two hours the trip will be How long will the trip be? It doesn't tell me yet but it's for uh, 7,780 euros and it's the best value, just about the best value it's giving me 25 euros per kilometer let me just check the second page yeah yeah no I think this is my best option absolutely let's go to Graz in Austria Set GPS destination. Let's go pick up that excavator. All right, so um, let's turn on the engine. Turn on the lights. I'm gonna turn off my right-hand indicator. I'm gonna turn on, oh, there's some traffic coming. I'm just parked on the side of the highway. I parked pretty, ooh, pretty dangerously. Um, So let me indicate to the right. I'm gonna pull out. There we are, I'm on the road. Uh, the limit is 80 I'm doing 50 now I'm gonna turn off my indicator Um, I can control the camera with these like bumper buttons Oh, the cops just drove past on the left Uh, behind my steering wheel I have these bumpers which let me rotate the flying camera which is following my truck my view I can also switch to that I can switch to cabin view oh my my wipers are on let me switch out of cabin view and I think I'm gonna turn right. I'm coming off the highway on the off ramp. Around, around, around to the right. Um here in my yellow Renault truck. Okay. Here's a pretty big uh intersection, but it looks like I've got Plenty of room to turn right with no cars or anything. I'm heading up. Up, 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 I'm heading now. Towards this little corner of the city. Um, yeah. Man, there's a lot to look out for. My, my, The speed limit, my current speed, oncoming traffic, the GPS... Um, but we've got it all under control. Oh, speed limit changes down to 50. I'm going at 41Ks. I'm indicating to the right. The the, the lights are changing red, so I'm putting my foot on the brake. I'm slowing down. We're just three minutes away from the factory. Yeah, I can use the buttons on the wheel to swap to the internal camera. And even to look out my left and right windows when I have my uh, internal camera on. Waiting for the light to change. Indicating right. There's a Skoda on my left. Oh, We've just had a a light change kind of thing. Just adjusting the camera so I can see around the corner. I'm not going to crash into anything. You've discovered a recruitment agency. Here you can hire drivers who will work for you. That's good, but we don't have uh, any extra trucks to send out. So that's no good for us yet. I'm going to indicate left wait for the cops to drive past oh no it was just a blue four-wheel drive it was not the cops okay all right and there I can see on the other side of that fence there is the uh, freight market indicator so now if I stop and I hit enter or joypad button one which one's that oh no No, that's the lights. Well, which one's Joypad 1? Engine malfunction. Oh no. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Let's hit enter. Here we are. Access freight market. And here's the wheel loader. It expires now in two hours and 16 minutes. Here we are trip distance 287 kilometers the trip will take four hours and 34 minutes to get us down to uh, Graz in austria so this will probably be most of the episode is this one long trip to austria well that's fine let's take that job trailer's ready proceed to the loading area okay 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 let's see how smoothly we can do this There it is. Okay, I'm spinning around so that I can reverse into it. It looks like it should be relatively easy to do this. Let's just see. Changing the angle of my flying camera. Yeah, looks to be lined up relatively well. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There we are. Oh shit. <clears throat> okay, attached coupling, fifth wheel locked, raising legs, and now we have an attached, an attached, an attached trailer with a great big excavator on the back. And now we've got a four and a half hour journey ahead of us in game time, listeners. I'm just adjusting my seat for the long haul. Alright. Oh, the truck has slowed down significantly with this heavy load. How fast are we going? 20k's here in the factory. I'm going to begin indicating left. It's looking good, nothing's coming. I checked by uh, adjusting the flying camera with the uh, shoulder buttons of my steering wheel. Uh, I'm gonna be pretty conservative with my speed because as always the speed limit in this game is like, it, it is subject to sudden changes and I often don't notice until I see a little red indicator in my heads up display saying that I'm actually actively speeding and that I'll get a fine if I go through a camera or the cops are nearby. And by that time, sometimes it's too late. Uh, but just executed a pretty nice turn. We're still I'm doing 25 Ks in a 50 zone we're approaching a left turn onto an open road and then it'll be it'll be go time listeners. the episode will begin in earnest all the entertainment of a euro truck simulator episode stuffing at a red light. this' what's currently happening indicating to the left. Waiting for the lights to change again watching trucks with interesting cargo drive past I've really been thinking about the expansions to this game and getting some of them um, but then I realized like I've actually played so little of this that maybe I should play a little bit more of the the main game that I already own before I bother expanding it you know I haven't been to Italy. I've barely been to Austria. I haven't been to Spain. I haven't been to France. I haven't been to the UK. I haven't been to a, a Belgian or Luxembourg. Engine malfunction. My truck is stalled in the middle of the road. I'm turning the engine back on. <laughs> if we pass a mechanics, I think I'll need to stop yeah i don't know i think my engine's only at like 20 percent damage so it should be running fine i don't know why it's complaining other trucks are overtaking me in the left lane i think that's fine here in australia the left lane is the slow lane and the right lane is the fast overtaking lane so it's weird to see them go around me so fast on the left but i guess that's actually what how, how the right hand driving world does it all right we're on the road to vienna in fact you can see signs saying Vienne this way. This way to Vienne. Which was what which is what the Viennese call Vienna and also many other people. Alright. Um, my great big yellow excavator on the back of my great big yellow truck is driving like some kind of big yellow cavalcade down the road. At 61 Ks an hour in our 80 zone. We've just had two light changes. Uh, in our favor as we approached a red light it turned green. Very gratifying always gratifying Ooh, Road placements a little bit iffy on my right. There's a massive uh, a, a Massive uh, like a warehouse yard full of shipping containers uh, There's a merge point here where two lanes become one I'm indicating to the left turning off my left indicators and now I'm driving along at 58, 59, 60 k's an hour in an 80 zone. I'm going to try and speed up a little bit. don't want to be here all day, you know. And now we're driving through the countryside. Farmland on our right. Over in the distance. Ah, a white-walled, a white-walled red-roofed castle with a white uh, spire and a red top. Uh, and now we're driving across the lake, which I, I hope I mentioned, across like a there's like a long land bridge with like beach on either side of the road and then a real life actual bridge across the middle of the lake here which goes for a little while and then we're back on a a land bridge like a weir um with like you know a, a sort of spit of land with a road in the middle and now we're on the other side of the lake I believe this is the, this is a border? I'm seeing a lot of flags. Oh no, it's a petrol station. I thought it was a border. It's a petrol station. How far off from the border am I? I don't want to check. Going at uh, 58k's in the 80 zone again. Let me put my foot on the accelerator. Yeah, here we are. I believe I did just go across some kind of border because there was a little European Union flag by the side of the road. That's what the border looks like. I'm not very good at recognizing borders. Um, I think I live... (laughs) Maybe... The furthest distance from a border... (laughs) That it's possible to live in. Like an interstate border. My city, the most... Uh... (laughs) The most... Yeah. One of the most... Uh... Remote... Cities in the world. I guess like... Is probably Honolulu is further from a border than Perth is up oh, slowing right down to 30 because there's some um, road maintenance and they've got half the road closed off I'm swinging over into the left lane I'm going at 32 k's an hour in a 30 zone getting red flags for that on my little heads-up display indicating to the right back into the correct lane trying my best to speed up but my truck is slow as a slug Slow as a slug. Now we're driving past some more sort of golden farmland as opposed to the green farmland of the Czech Republic. I guess the, uh, this is just this little part, part part of the Austrian countryside is like a golden hay uh, straw kind of farmland. Big bales of hay dot the hillsides here. Oh, the time of day, uh, it's early morning. It's Sunday at, I believe it's Sunday at nine in the morning. But the sun isn't up yet it's it's still quite dusky I have my lights on because the Sun isn't fully up so maybe it's winter time 51 K is in a 70 zone we're driving through a wind farm or an actual farm with uh, with uh, big wind turbines in the just in the middle of the pastures I wonder is that how they work do you put them in farms like wind farms go on top of actual farms that's interesting I don't know a lot about wind farms do we have any wind farms here in WA I should look into that. Editor Dan, are there any wind farms in Western Australia? Ah, so, yeah. There are about 16 wind farms operating in Western Australia with a significant output. Uh, there are several more, like, much smaller wind farms, or ones that are now out of commission. Uh, I'm I'm looking at this website called ramblingsdc.net written by this one guy it's this really weird HTML website which I actually encourage you all to check out it's this incredibly vast it's like several books that this guy has written on all kinds of different topics one of his main interests is renewable energy and so it's got all these millions of directories of pages all on renewable energy resources on top of all this other weird writing that he does Like, I was just scrolling through just some some topics that he's written about. Uh, gun control. And then there was another one which said, whom should we fear? Uh, new opium of the masses. Aquifiers as tanks. Some thoughts on the necessary resolution of photographs. Civilization. Machiavellian politics. Thoughts on water. Kerry Packer. What has the Iraq war achieved? Iraq and Cronulla. Ultimate in self-indulgence. Wood-fueled vehicles. Wood-fueled vehicles from 2005. An article he's written in 2005 about wood-fueled vehicles. Uh, But, sorry, I have to... This guy, David K. Clark. Insanely prolific. Pleasingly left-wing. A real weird character. Has made this massive pool of information. But, just strictly focusing on his wind power websites... Before I get uh, just obsessed with this guy... Um... He, uh, he has a little list of like the 16 uh, most significant wind farms and that includes one here on Rottnest Island. In fact, the closest one to Perth, just 15 Ks off the foreshore on an island. It's a single turbine and it still gets onto the list of significant wind farms at a zero point, hang on. Is it 0.6 gigawatt output that the turbine has? I don't know fully what that means. Wind farms in Western Australia. Let's find the chart. Uh, yeah. It's megawatts. Uh, 0.6 megawatts. An average annual generation of 1.4 GWH gigawatt something. I don't know. I don't understand. So that's like the bottom of the list just the one on Rottnest Island. At the top of the list is the... Where is it? The Colga wind farm in Meriden. It's like 250 k's away from Perth. And it's got 111 turbines. And it's the biggest one uh, constructed in Western Australia and so far. It doubled our wind power output. Uh, currently here in Western Australia, wind uh, a- accounts for 4% of our energy requirement. Um, it's a little bit... We do a little bit better... As a nation, if you don't look at Western Australia, I think it's up to, like, 8% nationally. Um, there's a, a plant or a farm being built here in Western Australia, apparently being built. Construction apparently started in 2019, but who knows how that's going, uh, which will be 150-something turbines. So that should take us up a notch as well. So look forward to that. All the farms are out in, like, rural areas. They're all, like, two, at least 200 k's away from Perth. They're all out in the... Uh, along the the north coast or the south coast and one or two in the wheat belt um in, inland so there you go yeah there's a bunch of wind power wind farms happening but it's all rural it's all far away from perth except for the one turbine on rottenest island and check out ramblingsdc.net and david k clark get on twitter would you he's not on twitter there's another guy called david clark but it's felt differently but, yeah it, it just seems like a weird character who, I don't know, he must just write full time. His whole life must be writing words because there's just so many words that I've just read by David Clark. All right, back to it, everyone. Thanks very much, see you around, bye-bye. Back, back to it, here we go. Oh, really, thanks. Okay, cool, that's good to know, I guess. I wonder what he said, did he say, yes, there were? I bet there's one. But we've got like one. I know there's one wind turbine on Rottnest Island, like a functioning wind turbine that gathers electricity through the turning of the turbine and the blowing of the wind on Rottnest Island. But is there a actual like farm? You know, who knows? I guess you all do. I don't. Oh well. All right. Uh. Well. Wow. We've actually made a really good time. We've got three hours of our journey left. We're going at 49 Ks in a 70 zone. Wow, that's really slow, Dan, you might be saying. Yes, I know. Um, I'm going uphill. So this truck is absolutely at, at at capacity as far as forward momentum goes. Driving past a field of cleared lumber, like there's just stumps and then a big stack of, of felled trees and some, some equipment moving it onto beds, truck beds. Uh, And now we're back into some pretty standard farmland. To the left is Bratislava. And to the in front of us, Bratislava. So we must still be in... Oh, we're down to a 50 zone and we're going 56 ks Yeah, we're still on the road to Vienna, but on the left of us is Bratislava. So we must still be in the... Are we still in the Czech Republic? Or maybe we're in... No. No, I'm, I'm gonna say we've definitely crossed over into Vienna. No, in, into Austria. Hang on, let me just confirm. World map. We're right on the. Okay. So. We've been. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. That little European flag was absolutely the, uh, the border, the Czech-Austrian border. We've been driving uh, south through Austria for the last long while. And just on our left-hand side is the border to, what is this, Slovakia? Yeah. So that's why it's saying this is the road to Bratislava, because Bratislava is just across the border in Slovakia. And we've been pretty much hugging the Slovak border this whole time, but still driving through Austria, south through Austria. And we're gonna continue past Vienna. Vienna is just on our right-hand side here on the world map. Pretty close, pretty close to Bratislava, pretty close to the the Slovak border, but we're gonna head south past it. Uh, The road is gonna straighten out into a westward direction, but then we're gonna turn left to continue down south to Graz. And then we'll be in southern Austria right on the um Slovenian border Graz is near the Slovenian border proud of myself for recognising this is Slovenia, this is Croatia this is Serbia I'm getting good at my Eastern European geography thanks to this Euro Truck Simulator game which I enjoy so much which is good, alright, let's get out of the map get back on the road get ready to be driving at a million miles an hour I oh, know, 56 k's an hour that's fine. All right. Okay. Oh. And now we're just driving through. Yeah, the sun's pretty much coming up now. I'm going to be turning off my headlights pretty soon. And now I'm just driving through a nice sunny day in Europe. In Eastern Europe. And as always, I need to start looking for... ...a topic of conversation... ...a topic of conversation... ...and I think I've landed on one... ...have a request, listeners... ...have a a request of you all... ...I'm going to need to ask you to do something for me... ...I need manga recommendations... ...um... ...I spend my... ...all my free time now... ...all my... ...I've got this, like, time which is half free and half not free... ...because I spend a lot of time watching my four-year-old kid... And what we do is we go on public transport to libraries now. We go to libraries. We go to the City of Perth Library. We go to the State Library of WA. We go to the Mundaring Library. We go to Bayswater Library and Midland Library. We go to Guildford Library and Balladura Library. We go to libraries all up and down the state. And these libraries each have their own little sort of... um, Their own uh, spots where I gravitate to. The cops have, have closed one lane of... Traffic here merging across into the left lane to go around them. There's they've just closed one lane and there's just a police car Blocking the right-hand lane there we are I've merged back into the right-hand lane I had to go around them and what I do is obviously I go to the kids section and I read kids books with my kid and he decides "Oh, I want this one about a kid who 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 draws emotions I want this one about a girl who has um Uh, epilepsy. Oh, I want this one about a boy who wakes up in the morning and is turned into a hippopotamus. I'm like, yeah, cool, sweet. Oh, this one's great. Oh, this one sucks. Oh, this one's really cool. And we read it and we get him out. And then before we go, I gravitate over towards the manga shelves, the shared comic book and manga shelves. And I, I, you know, I'm starting to realize this thing about myself, which is that I have a hard time reading graphic novels, comic books, superhero stories. There's some that I've really enjoyed, really like She-Hulk, that one issue, Uh, I like Squirrel Girl, big fan of Squirrel Girl, but a lot of comic books, like I get them out and then I never read them, and then they just go back to the library, and I'm like, well, I never, okay cool, Long Halloween, the Batman story, I'm never really gonna know, hey look at this, the cops have closed the entire, what do I do here? My GPS is saying go straight, but, but the cops have just shut off this whole two lanes and there's like a police officer in a yellow vest. Hang on, let me get my phone. Let me photograph this situation. Where's my... Look at this. What the hell am I, what am I going to do in this situation? Is he going to find me if I drive around him? There we are, It's a pretty good photo to illustrate what's happening. Uh, i'm just gonna indicate left into oncoming traffic i'm gonna drive around the cop here we are i mean oncoming traffic i'm driving around him uh now no i don't get in trouble for that he was just he just crossed he just closed the entire lane off and i drove out into oncoming traffic across a little green strip and then that was that okay cool what was I saying? Oh, yeah, I find it hard to read comic books. But manga, for some reason, uh, I, I eat that stuff up. Specifically, I've been really enjoying Inuyashi, the feudal love story Inuyashi by that uh, big famous uh, manga artist who has done, like, you know, she's associated with the Yu-Gi-Oh manga and with, uh, oh, with Ranma. Ranma one-quarter or three-fifths or whatever it's called, Ranma. Has this kind of nice, quaint, like, old 90s manga style. But Inuyashi, a um, link to the proper spelling on maybe the Wikipedia page or whatever will be in the description, but it's such a good manga series. It's so, like, it, it's kind of, like, cute and quaint, and it has that old 90s style, and then you're following along, and you're like, oh, this is all very quaint. And then there's, she puts in her mangas some really quite shocking elements of horror and all of a sudden you're like, Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> like... So, it's like something really, really full-on and weird will, will will show up. And you go, wow, I thought I was reading this like... I don't know, this like... This little PG tome about, about uh, some, you know, some teenage girls coming of age discovering magic or whatever, and all of a sudden there's this... There's like these these this weird bandit character who shows up in the first in the first uh in the first thingo the first volume Oh and it's just really well done. Okay, there's been a crash ahead of us. It looks like there's like a cleanup crew. Yeah, there's like uh Firefighters are milling around a burned out truck. They've obviously just put the fire out. There's no room. I might. There's very, very little room here to get around this burned-out truck. I'm going to have to very, very carefully go around it. Just eek around it in the emergency stopping lane. There's three fireys, firefighters, and they're just like two of them are standing around twiddling their thumbs and shuffling on their feet while one of them is inspecting the inside of a burnt-out truck. And there's foam all over the road and three hoses disconnected from what I would expect to be a fire truck, but it's actually two police trucks and then an empty flatbed truck, and a, a, a firefighter sitting around next to the police cars, I should say. And now we've just made it around that whole fiasco, and we're back on the road. I really recommend Inuyashi. Um, another manga I've been enjoying is Princess Jellyfish. Um, oh boy, Gina's really tired, but if we sleep we'll lose the opportunity to deliver this precious uh, excavation cargo. So we can't sleep. Um, Princess Jellyfish is really good. It's a really good manga. The the City of Perth library has issues 1 through 6. I'm now up to issue 6. I mean, volume 6. They've got volumes 1 through 6. I'm now up to volume 6. I've been really, really, really enjoying it. In-game, we're driving into a tunnel. I totally recommend that you check out Princess Jellyfish. It's really funny it has some interesting like uh it's another woman author uh, and she has what i'd say is some quite glib quite glib um additions of relatively heavy subject matter like uh domestic abuse or like trans issues which are just like, in- in the story and not really, like, addressed fully, but not handled terribly, not really, really terribly, not as terribly as some manga can handle some issues. Overall, pretty good, I think. Uh, but what it has in spades is really, really interesting, funny, cool characters, who I have become completely obsessed with. Just all the background characters in Princess Jellyfish. I can remember them now. I can't remember the two main characters' names, but I can remember um, Mayayama and Gigi-sama. They're my two favourites. No, uh, Banba-san and Yama and Gigi-sama as well. Um, was that? Chico-san? Uh, who, what's the driver's name? There's a guy who drives... He's like a chauffeur who drives a a... Mercedes Benz for a political family. I've forgotten his name, but yeah, I love him too. Shusan. Shusan's cool. Yeah, Princess Jellyfish is a really good one to get into. And forget what I said about issues. It's totally fine. Just get it. Don't worry about the issues. Um, the heavy issues, it's totally fine. There's panels which really make me laugh out loud laugh out loud, which is something kind of rare. Um, and so I started this whole conversation with a request. I need recommendations for what to pick up. Because um, a lot of these libraries have a pretty big full manga shelf, but they're all titles I don't recognize. Like, oh, Tokyo Ghoul? Oh, um, you know, I pick it up and look at the cover, and I'm like, Ugh, I don't know, could this be good? Could it be bad? But there's so many choices, I don't know what to pick up. Um, so if there's any manga that anybody is enjoying just let me know yeah and I'll pick it up and I'll give it a go if I can see it on the shelf driving at 77 k's in an 80 zone (sighs) there's another 50 minutes oh the zone's just gone down to a 70 zone so we've slowed down we're at 70 k's now fantastic 48 minutes before we are uh, getting the money for this job it's just started to rain um that request segment of this uh of this podcast lasted way longer than i wanted it to sorry it was just me talking awkwardly about princess jellyfish but uh oh well you get that this is like a um that's what this series was always intended to be it's like the not very much editing series Gina continues to yawn, the rain continues to fall. We just went under a bridge. And um, we've got another 36 minutes. I uh, was in the City of Perth Library and I noticed a Junji Ito manga. And I'm like, oh, Junji Ito. I've read a few little like bits of short stories by Junji Ito and I enjoyed them, and I picked this one up, and I look, and it's like, oh, it's a Junji Ito, mangarization of the, um, Frankenstein story, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein, and I'm like, ah, I don't know, like, even though I'm sure, this artist is really cool, and he's got an interesting, sort of storytelling flair, I don't think I really need, another telling of the, um, Frankenstein story to me, so I just put it back, but hey, maybe i would just put back a hidden gem, maybe it's amazing, maybe let me know. There's a second volume of a a Jojo's Bizarre Adventure manga. Not too sure if I should pick it up and start with Volume 2, or if I should wait for Volume 1 to come back, or or track down some Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, maybe i make make pizza happy, get on the Jojo's bandwagon. And then there's just all kinds of titles which I don't recognise. On these shelves. Boya Library is another good one. I should think... um, uh, Anime slushy, Phoenix Feet and Cube Watermelon's podcast for getting me back into manga. Because they reviewed uh, Toilet-Bound Hanuku-san, which is an anime and a manga, uh, which gets a bad rap because the title makes it sound like a disgusting story, but it's not. It's actually really well drawn and told and sweet and cool and interesting. I've read two volumes of Toilet Bound Hannah Cocoon. That's it. Toilet Bound Hannah Cocoon. And it really is fantastic. Um, That's one of the ones that's not in the libraries. I've had to order. I've had to order volumes of it from overseas for 20 something bucks a pop, which is why I've only read two but that's a really good one and it's a good podcast to listen to as well I recommended it in the um, uh, speed limit's just gone down to 50 so I'm slowing down I'm at 55 54 K's another 10 minutes till we arrive at our destination I recommended it on the Danganronpa episode uh, the anime slushy podcast but I, I would like to reiterate that it's a cool one to be listening to. We're coming up to our first turn in a while. We're turning right, although the light has just changed to red, so we're in fact stopping our engine and just indicating right. There's a little white Volvo four-wheel drive with a um, a mobile home attached to the back, a caravan attached to the back. Uh, lots of really nice models in this game. Like, the model of the caravan is very believable. It has a little sticker on the back showing that the caravan is limited to 80 miles an hour, or 80 k's an hour. It's a very realistic touch. I'm turning this slightly too big truck around a slightly too tight turn into Graz, Austria. There we are. We just about made it by going well into the oncoming lane. Gina is getting far too tired for comfort. Um, Her Eyes are periodically closing. We haven't been fined yet. In fact, we haven't been fined this whole journey, which is frankly miraculous. Um, We're just five minutes away. The ordeal is not over yet, though, because there's always parking the trailer, isn't there? And there's always finding a motel to stop and park my truck at. Oh... Which I'm going to need to do before Gina can sleep. Approaching a busy intersection. The light is green. Oh no, it's flashing like it's about to change. But I'm just going to go anyway. The light turned orange just as we were entering the intersection. And we appear to have uh, escaped a fine. We were in the right, apparently. Weird little four-wheel drive just drove past with a sunroof and uh, some cute little round headlights. Here's a great big uh, roundabout which I've just entered. I'm going around to the right and then straightening up to take the second exit of the roundabout. A.K.A. just going straight. Oh look 120 euro sleeping offence for being tired at the wheel. It has started listeners. The leech life attack is draining my funds but here is the uh postbed the name of this place where i'm delivering this digger is postbed p o s p e d postbed po uh turning around entering the factory yard press the following key to handle job delivery enter okay 90 XP and I can say where do you need it? Let's play it safe for 15 XP. Additional 15 XP. Or oh, sorry, I'm in a hurry. So I could skip the parking. Um fuck it. Where do you need it? 90 XP. Give it to me, give it to me. Proceed to the unloading area. We're given a difficult a difficult parking challenge to handle on literally like the 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 uh, end of Gina's rope as far as sleep and fatigue goes. I'm gonna hemorrhage money. I'm gonna make a million attempts. But that 90 XP though! That's what I'm doing it for, that experience. It's all of the experience, isn't it? Okay. I'm looking at the parking space, but I'm in the wrong direction. Gina's eyes close as I spin around. Oh my god, this is gonna be nigh on impossible. This is, it looks like it would almost be impossible to do this, let alone in a timely fashion. I'm uh, beginning the process of turning the trailer around, but with almost no space available at all. I keep on forgetting that the brake is the reverse, and so when I'm reversing, the accelerator acts as the brake. Okay. Okay, we're approaching... Oh, oh This might be okay This might actually be okay. I might actually yeah, I know sleeping a fence 120 euros, but more importantly this might actually be Okay This might actually be okay. Oh my god It's approaching a level of okayness, which I never would have dreamed was possible on a first attempt. Oh my god It's okay. I'm hitting T. I'm fucking hammering T. I did it I accidentally entered a bizarre menu, but I am decoupling the trailer. First try! Cargo's ready for unloading! Excellent! 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 Look at me level up! Accelerating right up to level 8, come on! Oh god damn it! Experience level 7262 out of 7300 required. I was that close to level 8. But that was fantastic! How much money did I get? I didn't even see. Oh, first try! That was stupendous! It didn't look like it was gonna go in, and then it went in! And now, I must, I absolutely must discover... Here it is! Okay, I can see on the, um... I can see on the GPS. There is a motel just down the street. Here in, uh... Where are we? Kratz? We're in Graz, aren't we? And it looks like actually the road to the motel has already been discovered on the GPS. So I think I must already have been here once in a previous playthrough. Oh my gosh! Okay, I'm turning right onto the road. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh! Trucks. Trucks, listeners. That's right. So this road is just off that really busy um, roundabout. So just truck after truck after truck surprised me just then. But now we're on the road safely. We're stopped at some lights. I'm indicating to the right. Let me actually swap to cabin cam. Just, f- just so you can really enjoy this indicator sound. Oh, let me turn the lights off. Let me turn this the windscreen wipers off. Um. oh no that's turning them up there we are that's off okay and now I'm turning around to the right really enjoying oh there's a tiny sprinkle of rain still just dotting the windscreen in front of me oh I quite like cabin cam I should have done more cabin cam actually a another right-hand turn Oh, listeners I'm sorry for depriving you of this beautiful ambience yeah, it looks like the rain's cleared up. I no longer need the windscreen wipers, though there is a s- one or oh, one or two little dots of rain still speckling my windscreen in a pleasing way. Um, oh, turning is difficult in Cabin Cam. I can't quite see the exact boundaries of my truck, the physical boundaries of my being in this game. We're approaching the motel. I'm going to start indicating left. There's no traffic incoming, so I'm going to... Begin the turn. And I'm going to find a parking space here at the back of the motel. I'm going to drift into the space. Press the following key to stop the engine. E. I'm getting tired. Press the following key to rest. Enter. Only two sleep finds! Loan installment, that's what that sound was. Okay, and Gina wakes up in a parking lot with 70,000 euros in her pocket. That's our total money at the moment. The sun is just going down. And listeners, how long's it been? It's been a good forty-seven, fifty minutes. Um, fantastic. And we haven't even had any graphical errors. Um... It's been a little bit rambly and for that I apologise. It's been really rambly, it's been mostly just me blathering about manga the whole journey and mangas that I like. But my request stands, tell me what's good, tell me what I should keep an eye out for. Um, I need to find more Inuyashi, I've only read that first volume to be honest. I know the Guildford Library has volume 2 but every time I go there it's, it's out. I should reserve it, that's what I should do. Yeah, she's good. Alright, well, oh, time for me to get up in real life and maybe go get a drink of cordial or something. Oh, 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 oh. oh I've been hunched over this wheel. Hang on. Oh, okay. Alright. Well, thank you for your company on this journey. Welcome back to the um welcome back to the Euro Truck Simulator format in which nothing really happens, but the episode is, has has uh, gone ahead and been recorded anyway. I hope you all survived the experience and I'll see you next time I decide to play more Euro Truck Simulator 2 or some other game. Thank you very much listeners. See you around.